Hey, you're tuning in to Unleash Your Inner Goddess, Season 2, where we deep dive into life and business as a neurodivergent entrepreneur. This season is dedicated to any and all neurodivergent folk, diagnosed or not. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the rituals you have, or maybe you don't have. When we have rituals, processes to follow, it makes our work, our day-to-day run smoother. Think about just how many decisions you need to make day by day. We wake up and consider rolling over in bed or whether we're actually going to get up. That's a decision. Then we decide which towel to grab for the shower. We decide what we are going to wear. We pick a perfume. How will we style our hair? What will we eat for breakfast? Which mug shall we use to drink our coffee? Which coat do I need to wear? What is the weather like? How do I respond to this message? When will I respond to this message? You get the point. Life is full of micro decisions, choices, and factors we take into account, whether we are super conscious of those decisions or not. And your brain is making upward of 35,000 decisions a day, according to Eva Krokow, lecturer at the University of Leicester in the UK. Assuming that most people spend around seven hours a day sleeping, That leaves us with 2,000 decisions per hour, or one decision every two seconds. It's no wonder we end up feeling decision fatigue. And decision fatigue is the idea that after making many decisions, your ability to make more and more decisions over the course of the day becomes worse. You ever found yourself doing so well with healthy eating in the morning and then it all goes to shit in the evening? Or you make a ton of good, rational decisions with work and then you're unable to pick between chips or mashed potato to go with dinner. Usually by the end of the day, our inner goddess has retired and the inner wanderer is out. The inner goddess chooses and decides with all her faculties. She uses a lot of energy. For each decision made, she becomes a little more fatigued, a little less sure of her choices, a little slower to decide. So she sits back and the inner wanderer comes into the forefront. This inner wanderer wanders hither and thither, umming and ahhing, toing and froing, trying to weigh up all the options, overthinking it and then just wandering off again. This same decision, inner goddess could have handled, but she's spent. So inner wanderer does her best. And a quick note here, the story of inner goddess and inner wanderer depict females here because this is how I see my own self in the role of decision-making triumph and fatigue. Feel free to replace those pronouns and genders with one that seems more fitting for you. We want to keep our inner goddess around more so she can keep making those good decisions. How do we do that? We make routines and rituals, of course. When we make decisions ahead of time, decisions that will serve us time and time again, We are saving those daily decisions for the times that we really need them. Especially if those decisions that we make day in and day out could instead be commitments, non-negotiable. Think about my example of getting up in the morning. Every morning you have the same battle, the decision of hitting snooze and rolling over or deciding to get out of bed. What if you made a commitment to one decision around that choice, committing to getting up once that alarm sounds? No more deciding. It's a done deal. You've committed. No more hit and snooze. That is the first part of your new morning ritual. 
And then I'm guessing you don't have to um and ah over cleaning your teeth. But if you do, make a commitment. Decide it once and commit to doing it daily. Then what's next? Is it getting dressed? Coffee? Food? Exercise? Journaling? Rather than, do I want to journal today? Or do I have time to do it today? Choose ahead of time. Choose. If you want to journal, commit to it. Find when it fits best and commit to that for a week. Review it and tweak as you go. We aren't going to get it right all the time. So allow yourself a week, see how you're getting on and tweak it. Build your morning ritual to reduce all of those decisions. You are no longer relying on how you feel in the moment, how much willpower you have in the moment, how easy decision-making feels in that moment. You've got a plan. You've got a ritual to follow. And the same ideas can be applied to your work routine as well and your evening wind down. When we decide in advance, it makes everything run smoother. Once we have our ritual written down and we've stuck to it and made any tweaks, we're 90% of the way there. The last 10% is committing to following your protocol here, knowing that the best version of you came up with this plan, this routine or this ritual, and it is for your best self. It keeps you running on momentum. You aren't just awesome on the days that you have motivation, the days where you wake up with a spring in your step. You're actually moving your baseline level up. So if you think of your best days, you know, you spring out of bed after a great night's sleep. Shit feels easy. The sun is out, work goes well, dinner is delicious, the kids get along and you feel fantastic. And then think of your baseline days. Less good, right? You might have had a crap night's sleep, you come down to the dishwasher having not been put on in the night, so you roll up your sleeves and you get the breakfast pots clean. All the while, the kids are already bickering and it's not even 7am yet. You know the type of day, right? Then you have the days where everything falls apart. You're in a foul mood, you want to ignore the world and sit and binge your TV series eating donuts. They are your bad days. When you follow your rituals, you actually level up those baseline days. So your best days become your new baseline. And then your best days, your new best days, become this new epic leveled up shit that you've probably only experienced a handful of times in your life so far. Do you know when everything feels aligned, everything feels in flow, you feel fantastic, you're on the top of your game, they become your best days and you have more of those. But your baseline is better. Does that make sense? Creating your life, your daily routine and those better self expectations, you are setting yourself up for more better days, for more, for an increase in your baseline. Your rituals give you that stability. They give you what you need even when the you right now wants to screw up, wants to scroll on Facebook or wants to snooze that alarm. That commitment brings you higher. It brings you away from your current baseline into a more simplified way of being and living, following that protocol that you've just set out for yourself in your rituals. And it doesn't need to be complicated with a hundred steps. It could be a ritual of getting up when that alarm sounds, getting dressed into clothes that you picked out the night before, pouring a flask of coffee and going for a walk around the block. Simple, easy to follow. Commit to those four things. Watch the magic happen. You start getting up consistently. You no longer agonise over what to wear, protecting that decision-making skill. You get some exercise. 
What would doing that ritual for 30 days mean for you? More time for you in the morning? Less decision fatigue? A calmer start to the day? A feeling of accomplishment? Perhaps starting work earlier, meaning more family time later? And then because of that, you've got less decision fatigue, a calmer start, feeling good and spending more family time then snowballs into you showing up differently, feeling better, smiling more and so on and so on and so on. And that's just one example. When I work with my clients, one of the first things we look at are rituals and routines. What is working for them and what isn't? Do they have clear routines, you know, at least morning and night? that help them step into their best selves. It's hard to feel good when you guilt and berate yourself for not making good decisions in the moment. It's easy to slip into feeling useless, unable and worthless if you have to decide not to be those things in each moment. And when coming up with your rituals, start small, start simple. It is too tempting sometimes to create 10 different rituals for different times of the day, different scenarios and whatnot. Start with your morning and your evening ritual. You often have the most control over each side of the day. So go ahead and write your morning ritual or your evening ritual, what your ideal ritual is for either one of those, and then simplify it and reduce it to no more than three or five steps. Get really clear on what those steps are, what order they're going to be in. Write them down somewhere, you will see them. And ideally, you know, on your phone too, so it's everywhere you go. And print off my habit tracker. The link is in the show notes. It is free and it's going to help you keep track of your success. So stick the habit tracker next to your routine ritual. Once you feel more in control of your mornings and your evenings, they'll feel smoother. And then you can look into other areas of your day. In episode five, we talked about algorithms, systems and protocols. And these go hand in hand And that episode may help you more with the running of things within your business. It can be difficult being neurodivergent, as we can often find making decisions overwhelming, or we have extra steps to take or things to consider. So taking this approach means we are following the guidelines that we set ourselves. We are just following our ritual. And when we've chosen those guidelines for our best interest, it becomes easier to follow them. And when we fall off the wagon, which we will, no sweat. We can just get back up and go again. Tracking the efforts on the habit tracker is going to help you get into this new routine. So stick it up where you can see it and tick off the days you succeed. Next episode, we have a special collab with four neurodivergent entrepreneurs sharing their highs and lows of being neurodivergent in business. And you're in for a treat because the collab is a two-parter So the week after, you're going to hear from four other superstar business owners too. Till then.